Episode 10. Sorry, guys. Woo. Oh, man. What's up? Where'd you go? Skip? Not a thing. Oh, oh no. I'm here. Skype was just acting up. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Woo. Thought we lost Skip there, guys. He's there. He's there. Hello? I, th- I think I can remember your name. Yeah. We're back, guys. <laughs> Again, Skip has a new laptop. It's Star Wars Eve, 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 Eve. And by the time you hear this, you'll have seen Star Wars nine times. Uh, yeah, guys, it's Star Wars week. Woo! I got four tickets. Uh, I hope everyone else does, too. Do you have tickets? Skip? At all? Nope. No? I do not. Oh, man. I do not. Oh, well. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. There you go. Now I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. All right. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, Just we're, checking. we're checking in with the new laptop, guys. So, testicle oh, yeah. difficulties, as always, with attention deficit order. Uh, whatever. Oh, Adam. <laughs> no one even heard that. It was like every other word. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've got to set the Wi-Fi extender up out here. There you go. You got it. Now I can hear you. Uh, hold on. You're breaking up. Breaking up is hard to do. Uh, yeah, guys. So we're still here. We're here for you. Santa might show up some week. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do my top 10 list or anything like that, but we'll see. What's up, Skip? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. There we go, guys. Watch out. (laughs) Technology's working. I think what we need to do is we need to spend like 30 bucks each and get a fucking actual, like, pay for fucking stable uh, service. Like Skype, they have ones you can pay for. Oh. Um, It'll cost you 30 bucks, but it has, like, dedicated servers. It doesn't have all the fucking issues. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, we can look into that. That'd be cool. Anyone out there, uh, give us some pointers. And anyone out there, give us some discounts. <laughs> yeah. Well, on free servers. Just help us throw the middle finger up at Skype. Free server. Well, people use... Uh, what's it called? Um, oh, there's Discord. There's yeah, that's fuck. the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I, you know, I tried to use that before and I couldn't figure out how to record off of it uh, for Geek Dig. Um, yeah, because we're so. setting up. We're uh, Skip's computer needs more setting up. I think. Right? <clears throat> no, 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 it's the. Uh, I think it's the just the the internet speed, because I'm far from my router, and so anytime uh, 
There's a, you know, deer farting near my house at fucking... Yeah. There's problems. We are. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so... I don't know, guys. What's up? You know, Computer thing. problems. Oh, you want to hear about this? What's up? That fucking cat shat in our driveway again and pissed on our goddamn doorstep. Right, right on the door. The cat? Yeah, th- we have this fucking cat that lives like... Somewhere in the neighborhood, probably in our backyard. I don't know. Okay, guys, this is what BB guns are he for. He shat right next to where I park, right where I get out of my fucking car. Again, he did it like last week, and he peed like right on our fucking front porch, like on our door, basically. Really? There's four He's marking his territory. I say we scare the shit out of this cat somehow without hurting him. Oh. <laughs> if it's feral cat, trap it and just go drop it off in the fucking is it the one, or something. Is it the one with the missing tail? In the uh... <laughs> That's my guess. Little bastard. I know. He's mad because we keep interrupting his sunbathing when we get home, you know? Yeah. Oh, sorry. We're in your driveway, ass fuck. <clears throat> um, if, at least where the cat's peed, if you spray a bunch of bleach, like 50% bleach, 50% water. Uh-huh. Uh, That'll get rid of its that smell, and so it won't as easily recognize it as its bathroom. Well, it's never done this before, and we also have the nature's miracle stuff, which like neutralizes the enzymes. Yeah, bleach and water is the tried and true method. I don't know about nature's miracle. Yeah, I don't know about that shit either. I have no idea, but this but fucking cat. All right, <laughs> you want to go to war? <laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. Say hello friend. Huh? Every time I see that cat now, it's party time. You just need to get an app that has a really convincing dog bark and chase it around with that fucking no, I'm thing. Gonna, next time I see him, I'm going to scare the shit out of him. I'm not going to make him feel safe here anymore. I'm going to charge at him with my car in the driveway. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, you little shit-making cat. Sound better now? There we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the uh, the web connection is a little more stable, but you know, it's Skype, so we'll see how it goes. There we go. Well, so yeah, so Skip got a new confuser. I did. I got a Windows machine. What, what is it called? The Windows XD Alienware Flim Flam. No, it's a Lenovo. Um, Lenovo. Yeah, it's like a Korean company or something. I don't know. It's a decent fucking computer for uh, podcasting purposes. Nice. Got enough RAM and uh, hard drive space that I shouldn't have any problems uh, going forward. Lenovo, get your ass over here. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Could be. There could be a Lenovo out in Watts or fucking Hunter's Point or something like that. It's possible. Oh, dude, what do you mean could be? There's like eight of them. <laughs> It's Lenovo one, Lenovo two. Like oh, that's Lenovo. Of Lenovo's. They're they're like Lenovo one point two, Le- Lenovo two point three. They're gonna be two point threes now. There's not gonna be one, two, and threes. There's no more juniors and the thirds and. Yeah. All the third, all the juniors and the seniors and the kings and stuff. It's gonna be all the all the tech kids. It's gonna be. Oh, this is my son, uh, Mark two point five. You know, or Mark 2.0. And this is uh, this is Timmy 3.0. And those 3.0. people all deserve a mask. This is Timmy 3.0. It's it's ar- probably already a thing. You know, I'm probably way late to the party. Right? 
I think I'd be way late to the party. They're just out there. Just, that uh, it very well could be. This is Timmy 3.0. Okay, did you look up your Golden Globe nominations? We need to run these down real quick. You do your thing. Golden Globe. you. 20, 17, teen, teen. I don't have... I'm working on my top five, you know, movie, TVs. You know, I'm slowly milling through it, but uh, maybe we'll do it next week or the final week of the podcast of the year. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Let me know. So you can work on yours, too, for all the the three movies you saw. (laughs) Bill, the top three movies. I actually, I watched uh, Baby Driver this last weekend. Okay. Hold on. Don't rate that yet. We'll bring that up later. Just chill on the driving of babies. Um, (laughs) Hold on. Skip saw Baby Driver. Uh, Boss Baby. Uh, oh, you saw Boss <laughs> Baby Driver. Okay, that's the sequel. <laughs> okay, here we go. Did you look up birthmoviesdeath.com when I texted you? Not because I don't really care about the Golden Okay, Globe. here we go. They're going to make me. Here we go. The best miniseries or television or TV film. Big Little Lies, Fargo, Feud, Betty and June, The Sinner, whatever the fuck that is. Top Chef, The Lake, China Girl, whatever the... F- I say, uh, ooh, before between Big Little Lies and Fargo. I like Big Little Lies better. Boom, sorry, Fargo. Fargo was good, but I don't know. It was just weird. It didn't have me going. Best Supporting Performance by an Actor in a Series, Miniseries of Television. Uh, David Harbour for Stranger Things, for dancing. Yes. Um, Alfred, Alfred Mondolala. Uh, whatever. That weird-looking bug-eyed guy with the nose for Benny and June. Oh, I was going to say for Rami Malek? <clears throat> no. Alexander Sarsgaard for Big Little Lies. Christian Slater for Mr. Robot. <coughs> David Twines for Fargo. Hmm. I say Fargo. David Twine. He was the uh, villain. I think, yeah, he was the villain in Fargo. This season of Fargo, was it the one with uh, fucking Ethan? Yeah, with Ethan Hawke. Ethan, yeah. no, no, Ethan Embry? No. No, the Ethan. fucking guy who looks... Ewan McGregor. Ewan right? McGregor. <laughs> he looks exactly like Ethan Hawke. I always get him confused. I don't know why. Uh, No, Ethan Hawke has like fucked up teeth. He's like... No, I know. I just, hey. It's, it's ah. like... Patrick, Patrick yeah. Swayze and fucking Kurt Russell. I mix those two up all the time also. Patrick Swayze and Kurt Russell? You mix those two up? Let me see. Yeah, it's the mullets. Uh, Kurt Russell. Um, Patrick Swayze. I can see that sort of. It's like their beautiful jaws, you know? Well, <laughs> now you can't mix them up because one's dead. <laughs> right. So it's Patrick Russell. So every time you see Kurt Russell, you're like, wait, Patrick. Oh, wait. Nope, it's Kurt dead. Russell. <laughs> it's Kurt Russell. Sorry, guys. Okay, so, so I say, yeah. Uh, if he, if that's the guy for, he was the villain in Wonder Woman. Okay. Oh, okay. The big not, uh, not Nazi, but the German guy who got all fucking yeah. People, great. people call him the Trash Monster. <laughs> that's well, that's they, a good name for him because trash just flew on him. You know, at the end of the movie. Okay. Mm. Here we go. Okay, best supporting performance by an actress in a miniseries or tele or television film. Laura Dern, Big Little Lies, 
and down The Handmaid's Tale. Nicole Kidman, top of the... Oh, okay, top of the lake, China Girl. I didn't see... I, I started watching Top of the Lake. I didn't see China Girl. Okay, I know what that is now. Uh, Michelle Piffer, Wizard of Lies. And Shane Woodley, Big Little Lies. Hmm. Probably Anne Down for Handmaid's Tale. That's the chick who lost her eye. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it means nothing uh, to me, but okay. Okay, here we go. Best performance by an actor in a miniseries or television or film. Robert De Niro, Wizard of Lies. I already seen uh, Richard Dreyfus play, uh, what's his face, Bernie Madoff. So mm. I don't need to see another. I'm just so bored of these. Oh, this actor wants to do this role too. You know, <laughs> it's like, come on. I've already seen it. Stop. Do something new. With like, um, same, who's the other guy? I think uh, uh, Hua, he played Bernie Madoff. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, we were just Al talking Pacino. About Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. I think he played Bernie Madoff too. At one point, but I don't know. Hua. Okay, mm, best performance yeah. by an actress in a miniseries of television. Um. Oh wait. Okay, what is it? okay, Jude Law, The Young Pope, Twin Peaks, Fargo. Okay, Ewan McGregor for Fargo. He's nominated for Best Performance in a Miniseries. Hmm. I say Jude Law is going to get it for The Pope. Ethan Hawke? No, no, Ethan Hawke's not in there. Ewan McGregor's in there for Fargo. <laughs> I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, Ethan Robert De Niro. Okay, let's see. Jessica Biel, The Sinner. Okay, let's see. Best performance by an actress. Okay, so that one will go to Ewan McGregor or Jude Law. <coughs> Jude Law for the Young Pope. Jesus, I mean the Pope or whatever. Well, Jude Law for the Young Pope because he will, uh, because it's the Pope and it's controversial. Okay, it's uh, best perform. Okay, now best performance by an actress in a miniseries is going to go to. E, I say it's gonna go to Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies, guys, or Reese Witherspoon. Mm, all the Big Little Lies girls are getting nominated, so I say Nicole Kidman, guys. Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies. Here we go. Whoa, are you mocking me here, Em? Yeah. Em's just mocking. <laughs> all right, typical. Thanks. Okay, here we go. All right, so the rock and roll it. Okay, best performance by an actress in a television series comedy. Okay, this is where a lot of people are like, oh my God, where's Veep? Uh-oh, where's Curb Your Enthusiasm? Oh no, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of big comedies were snubbed this year. It's like, I don't give a shit either way. Um, okay, so, okay, but best performance by an actress in a TV series. Oh, where's Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Not in there this year. Veep got completely snubbed this year. I think because of the political climate, they don't want anything political in their fucking roundup. That may be it, but there's also a lot of new comedies out in the last year or two, right? There is. And these are the these are the comedies for best best actress. Alison Brie for Glow, which she's good in. Yeah, I started uh, watching Glow. I'm on like episode two or three. I forget where. I'm enjoying good. it. Yeah, Glow's good. It's weird, but it's good. It's based on a true story. Remember, gl- remember, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. They were on UPN way back in the day. No, but I wasn't ever a wrestling fan. Uh, 
It I was, watched it at friends' houses when they had it on, but I wasn't. Oh. I didn't ever follow it or anything. I remember when Glow was on TV. I'm like, what the hell is? It was just like these weird-looking chicks wrestling. You know, that's all it was. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Glow. Your mic's on. Oh, you want to turn it off? Okay, there we go. Okay, and Ra- Rachel Brosman for the marvelous uh, Maisel. The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is a great show, man. I've been starting chipping away at that on Amazon. It's basically a chick in the, I think it's the mid, well, 50s or 60s, because she can't swear on stage. She's like, she she's almost like a stand-up comic, you know, and when she gets drunk, she goes on stage and rants, and then the cops pull her off, and she's famous for doing it. So, it's weird. It's a weird show. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd seen it pop up on social media, but it wasn't yeah. on my radar. So it's worth watching, huh? It's worth checking out. Is it? Is it like the female Lenny Bruce story or something? I don't. Almost. Yeah, okay. almost. And then, uh, uh, like if you're sick or something, check it out. Uh, Pamela Alden for Better <laughs> Things. Okay. <laughs> um, Isa if Ray. The fever. The what? I well, said, if you're delirious with a fever, this show is totally worth watching. Well, you know, like I watch it right before I go to bed, like 10 minutes at a time or some shit like that. Okay, so here we go. The Okay, Pamela Alden for Better Things. I haven't watched. Isa Ray for Insecure. I'm almost done with the second season of that. She's mm. the writer and director and star. That's a funny show. I like that show. Um, and Frankie Shaw... Another chick who's a writer, director, star of Smilf, which is another funny show I've been watching. Uh, I think it's almost done with the season. A lot of people hate it because it's like a single mom, like single white trash mom doing white trash mom stuff. It's a cool show. It's a cool show. Yeah, I saw on Twitter today that the Catholic League is mad that this show got a Golden Globe nomination. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Well, there's like an episode where... And the and actually Roseanne um, Roseanne Barr, right? Uh, no, not uh, Roseanne. Not Rose, is it Roseanne? God damn it! I get the two confused. The one who married Tom Arnold, and then the other one, who had the nope. talk show, Rosie o, Rose, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. It, the, Rosie O'Donnell's the mom in this, and she's actually good. She's a pretty good actress, man. Yeah. I mean, she's obnoxious as hell on like The View and all of those things, but. Yeah, she's good as the like the sort of like white trash mom, like okay, whatever, and uh, like she sneaks to have her kid baptized in an episode, and uh, and uh-oh. she freaks the fuck out because the dad because they're divorced, the dad wants the the dad's Hispanic, and the dad wants the kid baptized, but the dad is against vaccination, and so oh. they sneak vaccination, so she sneaks a vaccination for the kid, you know, he's like, what the hell? So he goes and gets the kid baptized. Oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> so they're uh, doing like good stuff for the kid, kid against their own, you know, to spite each other. It's pretty funny. So, yeah, and the kid's name is Larry. So it's like this little black kid with a huge afro named Larry. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so named after Larry Bird. <clears throat> oh, that makes sense. Because she's a basketball freak. Okay. So I'd say out of, I think Frankie Shaw or. Isa Rae, I like her. Yeah, I say Frankie Shaw for um, Smelf. It's a funny show. 
Okay, so best performance by an actor in a television series or drama. Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, which I don't watch. James Franco for The Deuce, seven, <laughs> 70s porn show, which I do watch. Uh, Freddie Highmore for The Good Doctor, which I don't watch. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, Jason Bateman for Ozark, which I did watch. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, episode six in that show. I really like that. It's fucking dark, too. Yeah. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, which I did watch, and Lee Schreiber for Ray Donovan, which I did watch. Um, I say Ozark. Bateman is really good in this. Yeah, I say Bateman for Ozark, man. That was a good show, and he was really good in it. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a financial planner guy who launders money for the mob, yeah. and uh, there might be a he's top got to move five to fucking Missouri. Missouri, yeah, that might be a top five show for me. I don't know yet, guys. We'll find out soon. Dun, mm. dun, dun. Okay, here we go. What? Pins hey. and needles. Okay, here we go. Best performance by an actress. That means a woman. In a TV series or drama. Claire Foy for The Crown. Hmm. Uh, I liked her better in Lady Turd. Was that her in Lady Turd? I don't know. Okay. Maggie Gyllenhaal for the Deuce for showing her boobs and bush, um, and like just basically getting dry humped for ten episodes. Uh, Catherine Langford for Thirteen Reasons Why I didn't watch it. Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale, and Katerina Blafla for Outlander. They're gonna give it to Maggie Gyllenhaal this year because she got naked, showed her boobs and bush. And what? and she was like, uh, she turned, she was hooker turned porn star director, you know, by the end of the, by the end of the um, uh, season. Is this an HBO show or what? Uh, yeah. Okay. Is it HBO or Showtime? One of those two. It's the one with James Franco where he has a twin brother. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm Franco. To play his twin. He has what? They got his little brother to play his twin. <clears throat> no, he plays himself. Oh, that that's good. It's it's just a it's weird. It sort of yeah. works. Okay, so best uh musical or comedy. Blackish. Master of None, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Smilf, Will and Grace. What the fuck kind of episode Will and Grace to Blackish, Master of None. Okay. So we got Black, Middle Eastern, um gay and women's rights. Okay? So, which one's going to win? <laughs> right? This is what we have here. Because well, Marvelous Miss Maisel... Tambor. Yeah? I'd say Jeffrey Tambor would win, but he got in trouble. Well, yeah. They're, they're, that's why I'm saying this. Epi- these seasons are so weird, because everyone just kind of like got out of shit. Where is, right. where is uh, where's our boy um, um, House of Cards? No. <laughs> He's trying to dry hump 14-year-olds in his bedroom. Yep. Okay, so, so I say, whew, out of all these shows, Master of None was okay. It was original. Uh, the way it went, um, I don't know. I say I haven't seen. Mar- I'd say Master of None because that's the only one I've seen all the way through. Mm. Marvelous and Maisel, I haven't seen all the way through. Master of None was directed originally. There's an Italian episode where they just speak Italian and it's ba- black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, he was yeah. taking. <clears throat> He was taking chances with his episode, so 
Okay. Best series and drama, Handmaid's Tale, This Is Us, The Crown, Game of Thrones, Stranger Things. I'm becoming a Stranger Things. I love you, Stranger Things. Eleven. There it goes. I like Stranger Things. Handmaid's Tale is going to get it. Because of what's going on now in the world. You know, it's like, why don't you take what's going on on the show? Mm. All right. And so going, wow, that reflects what's going on, but a more extreme way. Right. Well, so that's why it's going to win. Okay. Stranger Things. Well, I don't even know why it's fucking in there. It's not a drama. Is Stranger it, Things? Is it drama or is it more? Yeah. <clears throat> is it more sci fi? It's more sci fi thriller. Sure. But you look at the categories you've got with the Golden Globes it's comedy or drama. Uh, Stranger Things is certainly more of a drama than a comedy. I don't know. It was funny. There were funny parts. Well, I we'll see. We'll see. Because the Golden Globes is the bullshit awards anyway. Okay, here we go. <laughs> best foreign language. Because the way they do everything. Best foreign language film. Who gives a shit? Okay. Best animated feature. It's going to be Coco. You don't even need to read the other ones at all. Because well, Hispanic. What else was there? there was Boss Baby. Uh, yeah, the Boss Baby Ferdinand. Loving Vincent. And, and Ferdinand's a stupid-ass story to begin with. I hate that kid's book. And The Breadwinner. You know the people who made Ferdinand are, God damn you, Coco. <laughs> yeah, We're probably. supposed to be the culturally appropriate Hispanic cartoon this year. Oh, no. Ferdinand is Spanish, man. They're the conquerors. They're the assholes. Okay, so we'll be the Hispanic... Car- well, yeah, there we go. Perfect for uh, Thanksgiving. So Exactly. <laughs> Then, then Coco is gonna win, dude. Probably, it's a Pixar movie. It usually does. They usually do. It's a Pixar movie. People are loving this thing. Mm-hmm. People are just crying. <laughs> and there we go. And it's a huge Hispanic population. Okay, here we go. The original song, "This Is Me" from The Greatest Showman. I, oh God, remember me, Coco. <laughs> Mighty River. From Mushroom Brews. I mean, Mushroom (laughs) Brown. Mushroom Brown. The Star from The Star. Home from Ferdinand. Uh, I don't know. None of these. They all suck. I guess Coco's going to win that, too. Okay, best original score. The Post, Missouri. Billboards, The Shape of Water. Phantom Thread, and Dunkirk. I just saw The Shape of Water, which has a great musical score. Um... But I say Dunkirk, man. Mm. I was going to say that Del Toro really uses music well in the movies of his that I've seen. Oh, yeah. This movie's amazing. I'm going to read it later. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Best screenplay. Lady Turd. (coughs) (laughs) It just makes it so much more disgusting. Mm -hmm. Lady Turd. (laughs) Oh, did you just go make a Lady Turd? Okay. Lady Turd. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. That's about a lady who goes crazy and shoots people. The Post. The Shape of Agua. And Molly's Game. So screenplay. The only one I've seen out of these is The Shape of Water and Lady Turd. So I say The Shape of Water. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Looks like an interesting concept. That's for sure. It's cool. Okay. Best director. Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. 
Steven Spielberg for The Post, which is about newspapers. Martin no Mark and McBlock Block for Three Billboards. Out Ebbing and Wrigley Scott for All the Money in the World. A movie that hasn't come out yet, for one. It, it, I, I don't get what they're doing here with this. Well, and it's out in like a week and a half, right? It doesn't matter. It has to be out now. Like, The Shape of Water is out. Billboards is out. All the reviewers have seen fucking... No one's seen this movie yet. The reviewers have, I'm sure. No, not all the money in the world. Out of all these, this one's not out yet, and they're throwing it in there for some reason. Okay, here we go. I think right now the reviews are coming out this week. They're able to see it. Okay, best... I've seen reviews for uh, fucking The Last Jedi. Well, yeah, they just saw it Saturday. Okay. Saturday and Monday is the, the press screening, so stay off the internet. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be too late. Okay. Right. Best supporting performance by an actor in a motion picture, drama, or music. Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project, which I did see. Army Hammer for Molest Children when they're 17 and I'm older. Sam Rockwell, or Call Me By Your Name. Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards Outside Missouri. Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water. So best supporting... But Oh, by an... Uh, Christopher Plummer for all the money in the world. He's the one who replaced Homeboy there. Yeah. Kid Toucher. We have... Okay, have you... The new trailer for all the money in the world makes it like a thriller. Before, (laughs) it was like the music's like... Now it's like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And it's cut differently. I saw it right before The Shape of Water. I'm like, what movie is this now? It's so (laughs) weird how different they can cut a trailer, add different music, and just give it such a different tone. Well, maybe what they're trying they're to like, do is is what? make people worried that Kevin Spacey will pop up in the movie after all, and that's why they have the high energy music, you know? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's crazy, but I don't I don't get it, guys. So the shape it's and now it's a, a thriller where like Marky Mark Wahlberg was is like an assassin trying to kill. It's so weird. It wasn't set up like that before. It was just them trying to get money. <clears throat> and then using Christopher Plummer to ask them, they're asking Christopher Plummer for the money. Now, I don't know. It's it's weird, guys. Um, Okay, best, so, I don't know. Shape of Water, Richard Jenkins. Willem Dafoe is good in the water, in the, uh, in the Florida <coughs> Project, but I, if it's who I think it is, I think Shape of Water. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go, guys. Best Supporting Actor in a Drama, Lady Turd. Uh, Lori Metcalf, no, overhyped. Uh, Allison Janney, I Tanya, haven't seen it. I want to see it. Mary J. Blige, Mudbound, started watching it, got bored, turned it off. <laughs> uh, because that's on Netflix. I'm like, not right now. Let's play some video games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rather shoot people in the face. Uh, Hong Chow for downsizing, which Em and I are going to see later, like next week, uh, down the road. So, out of the ones I've seen, uh, Octavia Spencer was really good in Shape of Water. I liked her in that. And the deaf chick or her her friend? Uh, no, it's her friend. She's okay. black. She's black. Octavia Spencer. Okay, here we go. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture comedy. Steve Carell, Battle of Sexes. James Franco, The Disaster Artist, which I'm going to rate later. Uh, Daniel Kajawacha. Get Out, that black guy. For Get Out, Hugh Jackman, the great, sh- the great showman. Oh, Ansel Edgert for Baby Driver. 
Hmm. I say James Franco. I haven't seen that movie. I don't know. I like Baby Driver a lot, and that lead character was awesome. Yeah, uh, I'd say uh, James Franco for Disaster Artist. So best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Uh, Lady Turd, Battle Emma Stone, Margot Rob. Margot Robbie's gonna get it for I Tanya. Okay, let's go up, up. God damn. Okay, there we go. Okay, right here. Best comedy or motion picture. Get Out, The Great Showman, Lady Turd, I Tanya, or The Disaster Artist. Uh, the best picture. Or for a comedy? Why is Get Out in a comedy? What's going on here, guys? Get Out is not a comedy. It's more... It has comedic, you know, parts in it, but I don't know. That's so weird. It's people, like, laughing at black people, I guess, if it's a comedy. So, best comedy, I'd say The Disaster Artist out of all these, because Get Out is not a comedy. I haven't seen Lady Turd. Well, I did see Lady Turd. I didn't see Greatest Showman or I, Tanya. So, uh, I, I was laughing out loud at the disaster artist. So, I'd say the disaster artist. Okay, best motion picture. Call me by your name. Dunkirk, Billboards, Post, Shape of Water. Out of all those, I say, for a drama, I say Dunkirk. Come on. Come on. It's all drama in Dunkirk. Boom, that's your Golden Globe nominees, guys. Whew, I moved that fast, right? Come on. Oh yeah, yeah you did fine. I mean, I didn't fall asleep, so that's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. All right, what do you got? Um, I'll get back there. Sorry. Uh, so actually, some exciting news on upcoming TV shows. Um, at least for me. <clears throat> so, uh, have you ever heard of John Scalzi? He's mm-hmm. a science fiction writer. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Netflix bought the rights to his series of books called Old Man's War. Uh, the basic premise is that, uh, um, you know, Earth has colonized the galaxy and bumped into aliens who all want to fight and kill us and blah, blah, blah. But rather than sending all the young kids, you live until you're 70 and then you join up in the military And they clone you a new body that's all genetically modified to be a super soldier. But you're a 70-year-old in this super soldier body, so you have lots of life experience. And it's about this couple soldiers who are genetically modified, whatever, um, and and their adventures through these different wars and whatnot. But they look like They're really fun books. They're... That's the opposite. They're grand people. They're old I'm people. I'm sorry, you broke up. Sorry, they're old people in young bodies. Right, yeah, but it, it's they okay. they take like say they would take your body, uh-huh. take your genes, and your genes as the base, and then throw in all like you know super fucking strength and speed and healing and blah blah blah. Um, indeed this new body they make from your DNA and then they transfer your consciousness into the new body. Oh, and okay. okay. Then, and you uh, become a soldier. I see. I see. Okay. And you fight for, I, I forget what it is. And then they put you into another body, which is back to being a normal human and let you live out your life 
on one of the colonies that Earth has out in the galaxy. Um, but it's it's got he's got a good sense of humor. He's an engaging writer, and hopefully that is preserved in this Netflix show because it could be really really good. So keep your eyes peeled for it. It's called Old Man's War. It's on Netflix. Um, no release date yet. Um, but something at least to be excited for. I'm a lot like you now. Old man, look at my war. Right? M? Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be the theme song. Old man, look at my war. And it would be like, yeah, they could yeah. totally get him to redo it. He would do it. Why not? And have like a huge Lionel train set on the on the uh, on the stage. Hmm. Huge. I guess that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. So okay. yeah, that was exciting. I'm 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 looking forward to that. Uh, and you know, Netflix has done a really good job of letting creative types um, spread their wings and have their vision. And so hopefully, you know, all the people involved in this project stay fairly true to the books because they were fun. Yeah, and speaking and of And there's like six books in the series, so there's plenty of material to work from. Hopefully if they don't cancel it. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like the this month I guess they're putting out Bright, which is the movie I'm looking forward to on Netflix the most this month. Hmm. Uh that's coming out on the twenty second. That's David Ayer, um Max Landis writing, David Ayer directing it, and Will Smith starring. Oh, is this the one about yeah. how like magical critters come back and yeah, it's all weird. of a sudden? Yeah, okay. So it's like the cyberpunky kind of shadow run shit. Okay. Yeah, it looks strange. I'm definitely gonna check it out. And they had um oh what was that other thing? It, I, I remember the trailer for that movie and I do agree. I think this could be really, really cool if done well and you know, Will Smith doesn't have his bad juju fuck everything up. Yeah, speaking of fucking everything up, I think they just fucked up the Jurassic Park trailers. Or the Jurassic Park series. You know, I only saw like a 20-second teaser of uh, Chris Pratt dry-humping a little fucking dinosaur. Uh, I, was there a trailer in front of one of your movies? No. Half of one. It doesn't look good. I don't know why. Well, it would be consistent for the series then because Jurassic Park was awesome and Jurassic World is pretty damn good. Yeah. So but maybe Jurassic Park 2 also, is a fucking pile of dinosaur shit. Also, trailers, sometimes trailers are cut horribly. True. And, and you know, or they're trying to fool you into thinking something else when it's something else. So maybe they're tricking us, but the trailers they're showing me, I'm not that impressed. And it sucks, man, because I like the first ones a lot. So, I don't know, man. I'm still going to go. Well, I'll I mean, still we'll be there. But from what I'm seeing, I'm just like, come on. Really? Whatever. They got a black metal band to play the... Uh, the yeah. Uh, theme. I don't know. Oh, Star Wars wants to enlist Taika Waititi uh, they, for directing something. The Star Wars people. Uh, Kennedy wants to enlist uh, Thor director Taika Waititi 
to maybe do a new Star Wars movie. That'd be a cool Star Wars film, right? That would be cool. The yeah, guy, I'd be into it. The guy who directed Thor Ragnarok, I could see him do a, Thor, a Star Wars film. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Thor yet, but I did see his other movie, fucking What We Do in the Dark, and I fucking, I like his directing. Yeah, it was good. Uh, this was, this is his, like, you know, one of his best films, I say. His most popular, definitely. Oh, certainly, uh, yeah. His, it's his, Marvel and Disney, man. That's like gravy train town. His biggest budget, easily. He's going to see it. Of course. He'll see it when it comes out yeah. on video. I will. I'm. It's so expensive to take my kids to go see a movie like that. We just we go to like the local liquor store and buy candy and fucking soda and pop popcorn and watch it in the living room. <laughs> it's five yeah. bucks instead of a hundred and ten. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper, man. Dude, the, uh... <laughs> well, yeah, you know. So we'll see, guys. Pretty soon they might have, you know, for families like yours that, you know, pay 50 to 100 bucks for everyone to see a movie on your screen at home. You know. On the day of release, I'd be into it. Yeah, on the day of release. I'd pay 50 bucks to watch Star Wars The Last Jedi on the day of release at my house. I'm sure a lot of people would. Yeah. You know, I'm sure like a lot. And it, Those... would, it would free up the theaters. So I could have a space. Exactly. I was going to say, you cinephiles who want to see it on a fucking 100-inch screen eight different times yeah. can still go do that. But, you know, I again, I it, it, 110 bucks every time I want to go see a movie with my kids is too much. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's weird, so man. I take, I take them singly to see movies. I took my daughter to see Wonder not too long ago. Wonder? What the hell is that? It's the uh, it, uh, young adult book about a kid who's born with craniosynostosis. Oh, oh, this, this God, who was it? This movie reviewer is like, he didn't know that was Jacob Tremblay in makeup. And yeah. He's like, how did they get this kid to act? And they're like, that was Jacob Tremblay in makeup. They're like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <clears throat> like, yes, it was, you fucking moron. You it was a really good movie. I mean, it was definitely a feel-good family kind of drama deal, but it was good. I called it Helmet Head. <laughs> when, uh, yeah. well, when you see the poster, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, the movie Helmet Head? Yeah. Yeah, he wears it, the helmet yeah. for quite a bit of the movie. Yeah, that's a movie I'm going to wait for on rental. You know, I'll still see that movie when it comes out, but it was good, though. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. Uh, my daughter read the book, and when she saw it was being made into a movie, she pestered me for like two weeks to go see it. So, oh, yeah, it's it's getting really good <laughs> reviews, man. It's getting a lot of money for that small of a movie. Yeah, no, you know, it um, it just does a good job dramatizing the whole um, disability thing. Uh, but the kid rises above his disability and actually becomes president. Of the United States. No. I mean, maybe what? in the sequel, but no. Uh, and this, he two. was just... This, he, he rose above his fear, and he rose above his um, his doubts about how people would treat him, because he, you know, he looks fucking... Does it, what, what does he have? What is wrong with him? A hair lip? No. No. Uh, so <laughs> I have no it's, idea. <laughs> it's a genetic abnormality. It's like craniosynostosis. Okay. It's basically like the front part of your skull doesn't form when you're inside your mom's oh, uterus. 
so when you're born you don't have like cheekbones you don't have like an upper jaw you you don't have so you're just missing certain parts of your face like a puzzle they, yeah they never grew okay and so a lot of those kids uh who were born with it they either like in wonder this kid had had like 30 surgeries to correct wow. all the, the birth defects he had um, but a lot of the kids who are born with this don't survive because they can't breathe. They just don't have an airway. Oh, because uh, there's no holes for their head. But, well, no, they may have a mouth, but there's no bones to like give them the ability to open that mouth. <laughs> oh, you know? fuck. Yeah. Like, just picture like your upper teeth and gums not being there uh-huh. and, and then trying to like catch a breath when you're an infant and you haven't had to breathe before it's like just like a flap so yeah basically like Holy like if shit. those kids get born in a small hospital they're fucked jesus uh, unless they can get to you know a big university medical center quick um so yeah well, lucky uh, lucky it, that kid was white man it was a good movie <laughs> You, know? yeah. <laughs> you would never and see a black uh, kid like or that York or whatever yeah. all these all the colored kids are dead that have that disease they're like yeah, they may be <laughs> but no this this was really well acted like yeah. uh what's her fucking bucket uh julia roberts does a good job as the mom and owen wilson does a good job as the dad but the, uh what's his name jacob trembley the kid mm-hmm. he does a phenomenal job uh acting through that makeup you know um it's not like the mask. No, yeah, yeah, he's 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 a good actor. I've seen him in a couple <laughs> things. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I I I would rate it probably four out of five. Fucking uh, helmet heads. <laughs> helmet heads, sure. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, dick punched bullies, but yeah. Here we go, guys. This one. Yeah, we're back. Once again. Can you hear me, Skip? Yes, sir. Oh, there we go. Woo! Yay! Okay. Who cares about this song? Here we go. Now we're going to rate the movie that I saw. Let's do... Let's do it in order. Let's do Disaster Artist first. Okay. Uh, And we'll start it off with... Hmm... I'm trying to think. Not this song. Uh, this one. Here we go. Boom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hit it. Yeah. Come on. Let's go do this. Um. Yeah, The Disaster Artist. Jesus Christ. I remember when I bought this tape, DJ Easy Rock, or Rob Bass and DJ Easy, you know, just like going, oh, this looks cool, right? Not knowing, not knowing that this song would haunt me for the rest of my life. You know, I'm like, oh, this song's pretty cool. And this was the only good song on the tape. You know, when you have to buy a full tape. You know, to have one good song sometimes. Oh, so, yeah. So when I, when, you know, you, I was buying rap and there was no fucking, you couldn't really sample anything yet. So you bought it off the name of the band and the songs, right? Same with punk bands and shit like that, right? <clears throat> um, 
for new music anyway, you know? If you have no idea what the fuck it is, you're looking at the album, you're like, I guess this looks cool. Gigi yeah. Allen. How do you think I found out about Gigi Allen? The titles of his songs. Oh, see, I... Right? Me and the punkers I was hanging out with at the time, we just all ripped each other's CDs. But what I'm saying so is, if you didn't... Yeah. if I'm saying, like, running into a new band without anybody else knowing about it. Like, you're like, oh... Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, oh, okay, you're finding out this new band. Like, I found these guys. No one fucking had heard of these guys at the point in time. They're like, what the fuck is this shit? And so, so I put Suck it on. Smells. Huh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, say, like, Gigi Allen was like, whoa, I've got AIDS. You know? You know, at the time, no one had heard of these guys. Okay, here we go. So, the dis- speaking of no one's heard of these guys, disaster artist, okay? So... <laughs> Man, this movie, like I said last week, you know, that little piece that we put out last week um, when I was talking about The Room. If you watch The Room, I watched, um, I've watched people watching The Room for the first time, and that's even funny. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's something about it. It's just weird. It's strange. Uh, The Room's a funny movie because it's so bad. Because he tried so hard to make a good movie with $6 million, but it looks like he made it for $105. (laughs) But you have to watch it if you don't want... You don't have to, but if you do, you should watch it if you're stoned. You know, stoned one night and you're bored. Mm -hmm. There's four minutes... I was explaining it before, but this one is the disaster artist. So it's him meeting his best friend, who's his brother. This is um, James Franco, written and directed. And when the film opens up, they have um, they have J.J. Abrams talking about the room. They have uh, Kevin Smith talking about the room. They have you know they have just like huge people, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this thing's like revolutionary, you know. They're like, they're like, it's so bad, it's good. So they kept going on and on about it. So James Franco hadn't heard about the room until maybe five years ago, ten years ago, he said in an interview and then he was just fascinated with uh tommy Wiseau, who's the who's the um who's the guy who he and who he impersonates for the movie the disaster artist and it's just a weird movie if you you have to watch the you have to because if you haven't watched the room before you watch this movie it will look like it'll be a piece of shit movie you won't like it i've heard reviewers tearing this movie apart because they think it's so stupid they think they're making fun of this guy's accent and the way he is. Uh, it's it's weird. So I watched it. I watched the room. Like I said, I watched the room before the disaster artist. I got the jokes. Uh, I got what they were going for, and it was a funny fucking movie. One of the funnier movies I've seen this year. Like a lot of people in the theater were laughing out loud. <clears throat> it so was, they clearly saw the room oh, before they, they oh clearly. Disaster. Clear, the, like, at least six people around me were, like, cracking up, you know, at this movie. Which was good. Because then he didn't feel like an idiot laughing at it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, because everyone else was into it. But that's what I'm saying. It's more of a... In the room itself is a cult hit, sort of like, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show, like I was saying before. They show midnight showings. Oh, here we go. Let's do some Kylie Minogue. This is your favorite one, right, Skip? Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I just put this on. Good cry, and uh, 
No. Yeah. So the room, um, they have midnight showings all the time up in San Francisco and stuff. I was saying before, where people throw spoons at certain points. You know, it's a Rocky Horror Picture Show type of thing. Mm-hmm. People dress up. Tommy Wiseau will show up sometimes in L.A. Um, people love him. But this movie was before all of that. And so he has money. Okay, and they in the movie in real life, I think he got it from some older lady, but in the movie he just had an endless amount of money and they didn't know where it came from. So they're like, "Hey, you want to rent some cameras?" And they're like, "But," and he's like, "No, I want to buy the cameras." And they're like, "You can't buy them. You're gonna rent them." He's like, "No," and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna shoot this in um sixty or thirty or uh, what are we gonna shoot this in? Thirty-five millimeter or you know or forty-five millimeter." Or no, is it uh, no thirty-five or seventy? He's like, let's shoot it in both. <laughs> so they have a seventy millimeter and a thirty-five millimeter camera going at the exact same time while he's filming the movie, and this is all real. You know that's what's insane about this shit. So in the movie, looks like it was filmed on a camcorder. That's <laughs> that's what's funny. It's like what the? That up. I don't know. And like the acting in the fucking I, I played clips last week. The acting mm. and every and like James Franco has him like spot on. Like at the end of the movie they play his scenes side by side with the movie. They play some of the movie scenes side by side and they're pretty spot on. Okay. <clears throat> That's horrible. So it's him trying to, you know, make his way as an actor, because has a best friend. And you know, and the, and they all, and it's just two best friends m- trying to make it in Hollywood is the main story of this thing. But it's just so weird how they, it's I don't know, man. It's a strange movie. You know, you just have to fucking be part of it. All right, hold on a second. Let me see something. Let me look something up here for Tommy Husso. Uh He wants to direct a DC movie next. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally gonna happen, dude. You know how awesome that DC movie would be. Is I want to shoot it in 80, 70 millimeter, and thirty five. They're like, what? It would probably make more sense. <clears throat> There's Tommy Wiseau, M. They're like, oh, maybe he's a vampire. You've seen that room picture, right? The room. The poster's been around for years. I've I've seen a picture of Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, I got curious and looked him up. Yeah, he's yeah he's been around forever. Okay, so he's nominated too for best actor. <laughs> what? Okay, when an inspiring filmmaker meets a mysterious man, Tommy. So it's starring James Franco as Tommy, Dave Franco as Greg, Seth Rogen as Sandy, Allison Brie as Amber, Jackie Weaver as Caroline, Paul Shear as Ralphie, Zach Efron as Dan, <clears throat> Josh Hutcherson, aka Future Man, as Philip. But it's funny. Because people are capping on the fact that he can't even act, and he's in a movie about somebody who can't act. Okay, so you know who Josh mm-hmm. Hutcherson is, right? Uh, uh, Jason Manz- H- Jason Manzugas is Peter. Uh, yeah, Sharon Stone is in this movie. Melanie Griffith, Hannibal Barris is in it for five seconds. Um, but they're just like you know, Bob Odenkirk's literally in it for maybe. Five seconds, he's because he's like, "What the hell was that?" And that's it. Boom. Um. So, <clears throat> let's see. Let's read to 
Um, but yeah, the movie itself is just hilarious. A lot of people hate it. Period. Because You know what I think it is? I think it's all the film critics who wanted to be a filmmaker, right? Made shitty films also, but theirs didn't get praise. Right? So, so they're... Right? So they're... So they're yeah. so they're <laughs> shitting on this thing for you know getting like some weird backdoor attention. Thir- well, how many? Thirteen years later, it came out in two thousand three. How many years is that? Seven years? Eight years? How many years is that? Two thousand three. Yeah. I'm sorry, Eight you're years. breaking up. Uh, two, the movie came out in two thousand three. Twelve years. Fourteen, Fourteen years. Fifteen. <laughs> 15 years. Well, now, yeah. So, whatever. So, I don't know. Yeah, so now it's getting backdoor attention, and all these critics who made movies back when, right, and put them out, and they're pissed because this guy had money to put up a billboard for at least 10 years on Hollywood Boulevard for, I think it was... $1,500 $1,500 a day or something like that. Jeez. Yeah. This guy, this guy had money, right? And he spent a lot of it on making this stupid movie. That's the whole budget, right? The $6 million that he had to make the movie was all advertising. No, on, no on that Bilbo? was, I think that was besides the six. Well, okay. At one, okay. At one point he filmed the movie, like I'm saying with a green screen outside and the green screen was the city even though he was on the roof of a city that's cute just weird shit like that you know and in the movie they fucking went over that he didn't know any of his lines he wrote the whole movie probably overnight it seemed um and people were just like what the fuck is going on with this movie (laughs) (laughs) that's great yeah, everybody was like, huh? And they're like, okay, this is my bathroom. No one can use this bathroom. Like, there's bathrooms right over there. It's like, oh, whatever. So he'll have, like, weird personal bathrooms. You can't walk in certain ways. He wants to you to have his ass in an only shot. There's a shot where he's banging a chick, and he only wants his ass in the shot. Really weird stuff. So, yeah, go see the disaster artist, guys. With our boy, James Hianko. Let's see. What did I give this thing? A four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, four to five bad sets. The Yeah, but watch the room first. If you don't watch the room, you won't get the movie. Period. You know, and people are like, I, I don't see how you would watch this movie without watching the room. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. They they yeah, they, they they complement each other. They they're going to be like on a box set together probably. You know. And people are and he was even like uh, I was hearing James Franco, he was on a WTF with Mark Marin. Mm-hmm. Uh I just happened to listen to it cuz I just had watched the uh the disaster artist. And he was and he was and he had just watched um the Andy Kaufman thing with uh Jim Carrey. Saying how, like, uh, mm, I didn't get that into it. Because he was in character on set as Tommy Wiseau. 
No, really. But he wasn't as bad as Jim Carrey, he said. He said Jim Carrey's not, you know. You can listen to the uh, W2EF fucking interview if you want. It's interesting. It's two hours. I didn't finish it. <laughs> I think I got like an hour into it. <clears throat> but yeah, it's very technical and very weird. The way he does all of his projects. Uh, hmm. So if you went into James Franco's mind, man, go watch uh, or go listen to WTF with Mark Marin. Do you listen to that? Once in a while? I do not. <clears throat> okay, so what do you got? No, I, I, I tend oh. to watch. Uh, listen. I tend to listen to only uh, independent podcasts. Oh. He's indie, man. Yeah. Lock the gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only the only two interviews I've listened to him. Uh, Obama, um, Marilyn Manson, and James Frank. <laughs> That's it. That's the only three. Well, there. Um, sorry, Mark Marin. He gets some pretty cool guests on there. All right, so what do you got? Um. So everyone's watched Futurama, right? And you know that Bender and Fry first meet each other uh, when Fry thinks a suicide machine is a, a telephone box? Yeah. And Bender joins him in there. Well, um, the suicide machine is actually going to see the light of day, apparently. Uh, there's a company out there called Sarco. And uh, it makes a suicide machine slash uh mm. what you call it uh coffin <laughs> didn't so we it's, it's like no, this weird pod like something you would see in alien for um for cryogenic yeah no okay. there's actually so, like a, so um, it's an iron maiden literally uh what what are, what are they called uh patent drawings are there but it also no. looks like there's models is it an iron maiden no, it's like a weird pod like you'd see in aliens, you know, when they're in cryostasis or whatever. <clears throat> okay. So it's like a kind of 45-degree angle pod that you climb inside. You close the hatch. It pumps in nitrogen and brings the oxygen down to only about 5%. So you're basically breathing pure nitrogen, which is a fairly painless way to go. So you just pass You just out. kind of fall asleep <clears throat> and poof, you're dead. Huh. So... Yeah, they've created it. What? They, who, what hold on, you cut out who? Created 3D printing designs. You can print. Your... Oh, so you can print your own death what? pod. So print your own death pod with these. Yeah. With these. Wow, that would be cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Metal, like, dude, the kiss death pod. There we go. Hey guys, yeah. it's Gene Simmons. Welcome to the kiss death pod. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to pay the man now. The Kiss Death Pod, Gene Simmons. Yeah, yeah so the, the name of the company is Exit International. The name of the gizmo is called the Sarco. Sarco. What is it short for? Super. No, it's short for something. That is not, <laughs> that's not a normal name. Sarco. Super Advanced. It's like short for Sarco. Oh, yeah. Super advanced cryo, um, what, S A R C, 
Super advanced cryo. It's not just advanced. It's super advanced. <laughs> it's super S A R S. Super advanced cryo. Um. Uh, rigid. Cryo. What? Uh, you know you're on your own here, bud. I think it's short for no. sarcophagus more than anything else. <clears throat> Sarco. Hey, bro. What Sarco are you getting buried in, bruh? Mm-hmm. It's California for fucking sarcophagus. Okay, where's the one that's going to turn you into ashes, though? Because that's what I want to happen to me. <clears throat> Boom, uh, ashes. Yeah, does- and also, I want you guys to... Uh, any tickets I have for any movies, you have to go to those movies. Because I know I'll have movies for tickets I have to see. All right, what's that? So you're going to drop dead with tickets in hand, huh? Uh, no, but I'll have tickets probably for something. So, yeah. And see movies that I would have seen if I were here. Come on, everyone <laughs> out there, guys. Come on. We got to carry on your legacy just because you decided to kick the bucket, huh? Yeah. No, not decided to. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not going to decide to. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. What? What? How much are they? That's what I wanted to ask you. What is the price of these sarcophagi? Uh, it doesn't say. There is no price attached to a painless death, Chris. Really? No, I mean, it's 3D printed, so as long as you can purchase enough materials for your 3D printer, I guess that's all you need. Awesome. That's what I need. Oh, also, um, thank you to the Horrible Gamers. I was on their podcast for four hours last weekend. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good show, man. It was fun. Yeah, I saw Um, Sean uh, tweeting about that, and I was like, holy fuck, three and a half hours or whatever? Yeah, they they were fun. They're a fun group of guys. Um, finally, now I have new. We have new friends to play games with. I'll pass on their gamer tags as soon as uh, PUBG comes out, guys. So when I'm playing with them, we can jump on, and PUBG. This tonight, it's hitting. Right now, it's out. Really, I was looking right for it last now. night or the it's, night before, and it wasn't out. It's not out on pre-order because it's a not a free game yet, because it's not a full game. They're releasing it in time. They're releasing it like a time capsule in certain areas, so they don't break the servers with everyone trying to download it all at once. Well, I guess that makes sense. So right now, I thought our, about my what? new laptop, but I'll just get it on Xbox. Yeah, right now. Well, you can play anywhere. Right now, we can, uh, we can, um, yeah, play it. Boom! I'll download it after the uh, podcast. Why, why the fuck are we podcasting? Well, I, I might play a little bit after the podcast. I don't know. Maybe if I'm not tired, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, guys. We'll see. I, I'm. I'll probably jump in. May I don't know. It might take a while to download. We never know. I have no idea. I'll download these episodes to you first before I download anything else. You know? Come on, guys. I got my priorities. PUBG can wait. But yeah, that's the new shit. Everyone's flipping out right now. They're saying it plays a little better on Xbox than it does on PC. It's a little smoother. 
But even though <laughs> um, it's not even a full game yet, and they're constantly tweaking the shit out of it. So whatever type you play, it might not be the same, you know, three weeks from now. You know, they just added jumping. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? It's Yeah, it's an hour. That's to be expected. Yeah, it's like Watch a out. it's a super duper alpha. You know? That's what it is. And also guys, stay off the internet if you don't want to be spoiled for Star Wars. Wow, I can't believe another Star Wars movie is right around the corner. Whew. Man, waited a long time. I'm hearing ram rumblings of awesomeness. That's all I'm hearing. So that's all I'll say. And it'll be worth it. Whew. Man. <clears throat> Two more mm-hmm. days. What is it? Uh, t- three more days of internet silence, and I'll be cool. You know? By, by this time next week when we're rating it, I'll be cool. I've seen it enough times. Uh, Santa might be here. Um, we don't know. He's a little busy this year. Santa. Yeah, Santa. He might be here soon. Mm. You know. And um. So, oh, where did it go? All right, here we go, guys. Gonna rate the other movie. Unless you got something real quick. What do you got? Hmm. Do I got anything? Uh, oh, yeah, Christmas is actually under attack. Oh, no. I'm not sure if you knew this. Yeah. It's not like you think, though. So uh, in San Jose, California, home of Silicon Valley and all that good sh- shit, um, in, in I think it's Cesar Chavez Park, which is right downtown San Jose, um, every year, uh, uh, every faith or, or every club or every group that wants to can put up a Christmas tree. And decorate it uh, for the holidays, and it's you know a little, little spot that families can walk through and get hot cocoa and ho 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 their fucking Sunday afternoon away or whatever. Yeah. Uh, um. So the Satanic Temple uh, had purchased a tree, yeah, put it up, and they had decorated it with skeletons and skulls, and uh, the tree topper was not a star or an angel; it was a a big giant Baphomet head. Nice. And if no one knows what Baphomet looks like, take a goat and smash its face into a human face. So it's, uh, you know, kind of sinister looking, I guess, but whatever. Just a, it's just a goat head, yeah. Longer than Jesus. Yeah. So whatever. It's Jesus. Um, it's Jesus's anyway, brother. Tree topper from the Satanic Temple's uh, tree was taken. Baphomet's head was stolen. Uh-oh, they, they replace it with Jesus' bleeding skull. Right, uh, or no. They don't say anything about it in the article. But there is a war on Christmas. It's just the Satanic Temple's Christmas, so... No, oh, we have uh, Yoda as our tree topper. Yoda dressed in a Santa Claus outfit. <laughs> Santa Claus outfit. There you yeah, go. There's our, that's our Baphomet. <laughs> Yoda, mm. Yoda, Yoda vet. You're, you're an actual Jedi? You're registered as a Jedi with mm-hmm. uh, as your official religion. No, oh, no, hell no. 
I'd rather be. Where's the Sith? Can we be registered as Sith? Is that really? I would guess. Yeah, if you could register as a Jedi, you could register as a Sith. Where's the Sith sign up? <laughs> Where's the I Sith? I bet if you Google it, it exists. Oh, I'm sure it does. And those people are just as bad, too. Like, oh, you want to join the dark side? Oh, sorry. You're not dark enough to join. The- I'm darker than you are. <laughs> dark, uh- it's not kind of dark, man. Oh, there's a that there's a Dutch toilet that starts up and it builds and it starts up ads as soon as you start peeing. Uh, <laughs> it's like a like a urinal. <laughs> oh man! Motion sensor, and as soon as you sit down to go pee, it's like, are you having trouble peeing? How about taking this medicine? Uh huh. It's a like, hey, how's it going? Just like when you're at your gas station. <laughs> Same thing. Do you need a pee? Pump, you look like you have a little dick. Oh, hey, and then like if you have like a urina- urination problems, like what you are hip hit burr say burr when you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's all, whoop, see, it goes to like every time you piss, like when you're shaking your dick. It's like, whoop, hit, burr, hit, burr. Okay, and then we're back. Then when he's like taking a shit, it speeds up to the speed of his shit. So say he has explosive. Di- so say he has explosive. <laughs> he has explosive diarrhea. So hey, and then the news today, <laughs> and then also the uh, the sports. Wow, he just fast forward through all the news. Yeah. And now we're <laughs> micro machines guy. Now we're now we're in the sports section. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then it's all, and then, yeah, that would be an enforcement. <laughs> yeah. And now the, not be a good time. It's like, it's like, damn it. I just fast forwarded through the sports. <laughs> right. And then they're shitting all over themselves. Mm-hmm. And then the people pissing with, uh, urinary tract infections. That's what I'm saying about it. Er, er, damn it, the news keeps stuttering. Erf, biff, nor, er, shit, eat. Whew. There we go. The advertisements, guys, while you pee. That sounds fascinating. What? That's brand new. Man. No. I know. Advertisements. Pee-advertisements? Yeah. Piss-vertisements. Piss-vertisement. Pissvertisements. Hey, mate, you got some of them pissvertisements. Hmm. Um, Ringo Starr just randomly shows up in the commercial, huh? Oh, peace and love. Peace and love. No, piss and love. Piss and love. Piss and love. Come on, guys. Piss and love. Oh, speaking of piss and love. Christopher Nolan might be directing Bond 25. Oh, Jesus. Mm, and another piss in love. Quentin Tarantino might do Star Trek movie that's rated R with the writer <laughs> of The Revenant. So the writer of The Revenant with the direct... I think it's going to do it. With the directing of Quentin Tarantino. Why not? It would be interesting. Boom. And it's it already been greenlit. Dark ass fucking Star Trek. Dude, I think it's going to be cool. It'll just be like a one-off. 
Uh, Samuel L. Jackson will be in it for sure. Oh, my God. Well, it's not going to be a full Tarantino film. It's just going to be him directing somebody else's shit. I know. Just let me have my fantasy. Bruce Willis will show up, you know. Hey, we got to turn this ship around. Yeah. It's me, Bruce Willis. Motherfucker, I'm a Klingon, nigga. (laughs) What? Nigga? I'm a Klingon, nigga. Well, there's Samuel right. Jackson's a and Klingon. And uh, John, John Travolta will be flying the ship because he hey likes guys, to fly stuff. It's me flying the ship. John Travolta. <laughs> hey, yo, Sandy. I'm flying the ship. Yo. Right. <laughs> there's there's so Klingons over here. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I said that would be amazing if he was dressed like fucking uh what's his name from fucking Greece. He's like, yo, yo, there's Klingons over here. Yo. What's Where's up? my thunderbirds? Let's go to warp speed. Well, he'd be the captain or what? No. It would be Bruce Willis no, as the captain. A pilot. He'd be like <clears throat> no, Bruce Willis is the captain. No, he would be um he'd be like a Sulu. Uh, or no, he'd be Spock. <laughs> Who, Bruce Willis? No, Bruce Willis would be the fucking, would be, uh, would be Shatner. No, oh, okay. Right? Could you see? Captain. Yeah. And, and his second in uh, command. Samuel L. Jackson would be the engineer. Well, no, he's already a Klingon. Well, no, he could, no, no. he would, no, he would be the, he would be Spock. He'd be like, what do we do, Spock? I don't know, motherfucker. That's not logical, bitch. But that shit ain't logical, nigga. You can't do that shit, cracker. Like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know, motherfucker. But that shit ain't going to work. That's fuck ever. (laughs) Bill, that's illogical, motherfucker. (laughs) Bill, Spock, what do we do? I don't know. Yeah, so John Travolta would be like Sulu. And that's perfect because he's gay too, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> John, yeah, it's true. Oh, better take them dilithium crystals. And uh, oh, Tim Roth could be the uh, engineer. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Tim Roth is the. Oh, 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 <laughs> Scotty. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's totally. Yeah, Tim Roth, the engineer. Cause he just, you can, he's just mumbles, and then yeah, and just paces around, just like Scotty. Yeah, yeah, he just pace around and twiddle his fingers and fucking point at shit, you know. Who would be uh, Bones? Um, out of all the Tarantino movies, who would be Bones? Oh, you better pick a woman. No, um. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Robert De Niro. Um, we got a problem, man. <laughs> There's a problem. So Uma Thurman's clearly Uhura. Um, Uhura. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be in blackface. She'd be like, Ooh, what the fuck's going on? Huh? <laughs> I said it is rated R. <laughs> well, yeah, babe, come on. And it's Tarantino. He's trying to push the envelope. Right. And it would just be like focusing on her big feet. And be like, what's going on? <laughs> and it would just be her dialogue, but it would just be showing her feet. 
<clears throat> well, and, and Kurt could have a, a foot fetish, so then uh, Bruce Willis just suck Uma Thurman's Yeah, yeah, yeah there has to be a foot fetish in there somewhere. I think they probably land on a foot foot planet. And that's <laughs> <laughs> the aliens like, oh, look like giant. All the Kirk aliens. All the aliens have beautiful feet. For some reason. <laughs> Kirk spends the next 20 minutes jerking it. He's like, oh. And that's what's going to happen. It's like, really? Um, why do you have feet in every one of your movies? Shut up! You know? <laughs> yeah. Every one of his movies. I don't understand aliens. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't need to land on a foot planet. You can keep the feet shit to all your other movies, okay? Every one of your movies has a foot thing in it. We don't need it here. Big boom, feet planet, feet planet. No, okay. Okay, then they don't land on a feet planet. Okay, then everyone's walking around. They all of a sudden lose their shoes. Right, Q pops in. He steals and, everyone's shoes as a, as a prank. Yeah, that'd be Robert De Niro. No, um, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, no, you he, get Pacino in his queue. Oh, Pacino was Pacino in a Tarantino movie? No, I don't think so. No, he he's not stupid. No, he's like, please. Uh, no, it could be. I um, could just showing up like he does, you know, like randomly popping in and going hoo Or you could have um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as Kirk, because mm. <gasps> he'd just be like. <sighs> Talking out of the corner of his lip with his hair falling in front of his face. Hey, guys. Come on. Let's do this stuff. It's me, Leonardo DiCaprio. Overacting everything now. <sighs> Into the camera. That's all he does now. Mm. Um, so, so he'll be like overacting right into the camera. It'll all be directed by Vinny, Villain, Villeneuve, Vinny Delaneuve and Quentin Tarantino. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else would be in it, though. It sounds interesting. Mm. I'd like to see Quentin Tarantino take on Star Trek. Yeah. Foot aliens and all. <laughs> That's it, dude. Foot planet. Okay, speaking of... <laughs> Seriously. Speaking of foot planet, here we go. The next movie, guys. Boom. Uh Shape of water, honor, shape of water, honor, shape of water. Whoa. The shape of water, guys. Um, limited release. Uh, um, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, a really good director. He co-wrote and he directed this movie. This is one of his good ones. Okay. Maybe his best one. The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. Okay, Shape of Water. Takes place in, uh, I'd say, <clears throat> what would you say? Uh, fuck, I'm trying to think. Probably 
It's military, probably 50s. Because there's still segregation. Right? So... Probably like a weird 50s. Basically, okay, so the girl that you're talking <coughs> about, she's not deaf. She's a mute. Okay. I didn't know any of this when going into the movie. I saw it at the Palo Alto Square. The only place mm-hmm. it's pl- the only place it's playing besides San Francisco. <coughs> and it was packed. I had to give up my seat to an old couple. All right, cuz I'm a nice guy. Okay, even though I was there first. You old pieces of shit. No. Okay, so. <laughs> um yeah, if you go to Palo Alto Square, there's a theater it's run by Cinemark now, so they have a good sound system. <coughs> the seats still suck. That's the only theater where they, where they have the old school seats, guys. They're not recliners. So you fucking spoiled brats that fucking have only gone to recliner seats. <laughs> What's wrong with these seats? So I've seen, I saw it. <clears throat> this is a hipster movie, guys. Um, I'm going to rate the audience first. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, there was a guy who walked in with a gold jacket. Like, shiny gold jacket. Like, fucking shiny is all shit. Um, there was a couple of other hipster couples. A lot of old people in this movie. Which was surprising me. That's why like, I had to move for these old people to sit next to this handicap seat I was taking. Uh, well, not taking, but sitting next to. And then uh, all those people. And then there's... Um, Bunch of, but they all came in late, not reserved seats. I went in an hour early like normal. Got my popcorn, sat down. <clears throat> no one sat next to me. But those old people. And they You had like, your backpack, didn't you? Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> uh, it's Palo Alto, dude. Um, if you've noticed, well, maybe you haven't. It's all, it's all Asian now around here. I went to Stanford. There were more Asians than white people. I swear to God. It was crazy. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <clears throat> I could see all the way down to the end. Hmm. I don't know what to tell you, but <clears throat> it was weird. So, you know, um, wait, were you, you were saying Stanford Mall? Yeah, Stanford Mall. Oh, yeah, that's because, uh, I mean, I my office used to be there, and uh, there are tour buses, like four or five a day that stop there, and each bus holds like 50 fucking Asian tourists, like Chinese or Japanese, and they all go around, take pictures, and they all buy shit. Okay. They like spend the day at Stanford Mall. It's weird. What? <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm I'm not shitting you. There'd be, I'd pull into this one parking lot because I'd park way over in the corner so I could smoke my vape pen and get stoned at work. And uh-huh. uh, there would be sometimes I'd be trying to pull out uh, to leave for the day, and there'd be like five fucking busloads of people trying to load up, and they're all just standing right behind me, not paying any attention to the fact I'm trying to back up. Just all, all Asian. There. Yeah. Whoa, why all Asian? Well, 
So my guess is that they are on some kind of guided tour and they want to see Stanford University because it's famous or whatever. And um, the part of that is stopping at the mall to buy overpriced shit. <clears throat> weird. <clears throat> yeah, it, it really was weird. But yeah, like every day at work, there would be at least at least two busloads. Most often, I would say three to five. Holy shit, really? Yes, sir. Three to five, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Boom. Like long stretch tour bus size buses. Dude, that's fucking crazy. I don't know why that many fucking people are there. Okay, here we go. Boom. Yeah. Okay, so... <clears throat> so, the beginning of this movie... I give it, she's a masturbating mute, a.k.a. the shape of water, a.k.a. masturbating mute. They open up with her setting an egg timer and masturbating in the bathtub. She's a squirter, is that why I have it's no the idea, but I don't know. It's the squirt of water. <clears throat> but it's full frontal nudity. <clears throat> you know. Full, full frontal uh, mute nudity. And they're playing this song while she's masturbating. Like it's a master, it's a master montage, a masturbating montage. Shows her go, boom, go to work, boom, come home, wake up in the morning, bam, masturbate, go back to work. Boom, bam, 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 hmm. you know. Um, so They should play Orgasm Addict by uh, fucking Buzzcocks, but okay. <clears throat> well, this is set in the 50s. And no. she lives... Above a movie theater, which I think would be pretty awesome if you're, you know, I guess if you're into movies. She lives above a huge when the, you know, there used to be halls and double decker movie theaters, you know. Uh, so she lives one above an old, huge movie theater, and it's great. They show like huge movies, and and I guess like the the opening shot of the uh, whole film is they pan down through the house, and it goes down into the theater. It's all directed by Guillermo del Toro. <clears throat> so it's pretty trippy that way. But the movie itself is actually good. I think it's one of his best. It's about a mute girl who falls in love with a weird fish man. And there's some other weird shit that goes on then I once in a while. But yeah, it's a little deeper than that. But yeah, it's good, man. It's a, You'd like it. Uh, yeah, no, it... It definitely piqued my interest when I saw the uh, trailer for it. Set in the 50s. It's been nominated for Best Picture. Um, it's probably going to be nominated for Best Director and Best Picture this year. It's Guillermo del Toro's. Probably one of his best directed movies. You know, it's coherent. Uh, the sets are amazing, you know. It feels mm -hmm. like... Um, uh, what was that movie? Uh, those old European sets like... Um, God damn it. The dream one. The French dream one. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth? No. Pan's Labyrinth was good, but I think this one was better. Hmm. Pan's Labyrinth was... Uh, was that his whole story, too? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth was trippy and very... But this is more trippy, but sort of real bait. You know what I mean? 
you know Guillermo can go like off the off base with like oh super fantasy and this was fantasy but based in reality you know which all of his other movies have just been like oh it was a dream you know or you know what I mean he can like this was more that's what I think I liked about it that he can just basically sit there and be like okay we're in reality here um uh what's his face um God damn it. Okay, I'm going to look this up. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Three. Two. Three. Two. Shape of three. Two. Oh, they don't have it up. Oh, well. Oh, here it is. Shape of water. Damn it. Okay, three. Two. Shape of water. Okay, seven out of nine. <clears throat> Okay, 1960s. Research facility. A mute janitor forms a relationship. It's a book, too. With an aquatic creature. Uh, oh, Michael Shannon. That's Richard Strickland. Mm, he, he's yeah, like... Bad guy, right? uh, no, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, there's some brutal shit that goes on with that guy. Um, Guillermo del Toro. Let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Who gives a shit? Um, anything else? Oh, a $19 million budget. It grossed a million dollars. Oh. Well, that's because it wasn't even open in that many theaters. It's open in one theater. And that theater was fucking packed. Uh, what? It'll come out next year everywhere. I'll bet you. It'll be a limited release, but it'll come out everywhere next year in theaters. And I'll go see it again if it comes out like in uh, Prime or something once fucking Star Wars starts stops raping all the big theaters. <laughs> you know, like I'm I have to be see Jumanji in a normal theater. I would have liked to see that in a Prime. Um, <clears throat> I would have liked to see. Uh, oh my God! What is this? This is uh, a song. Always reminds me now of. Uh, Sometimes when I think of it, Inception. <clears throat> okay, so. All right. The, dis- uh, the disaster artist. <laughs> the shape of disaster. That'll be the name of the episode, yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll see. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's good, man. It's a good story. It makes sense. It flows... People are loving it. It's a cool love story. It's an unusual love story. And she has... um, What's his name? God damn it. What's his name? Yeah, Richard Jenkins for Giles. He's... They both... They basically have adjoining um, apartments, uh, like at a Y. So it's Richard Jenkins and the mute uh, Sally Hawkins. And, mm-hmm. like, he's the he's the gay guy in the 60s. You know, like the closeted gay guy as the friend next door, and they have like right. a, they have like a close bond, and they they have a and they share secrets with with the creature and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just a cool. So it's directed by Guillermo del Toro and written by screenplay by him and two other people, uh, Vanessa Taylor. So it probably helped him write the love stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like, what did they do together? Well. You know, <clears throat> Bro. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the, the love stuff was all his. All right. So, yeah. But, yeah, one of the better films, man. Maybe it's in my top five this year. So, what do you rate? Okay, let's <laughs> see. Maybe it's in my top five. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. I rate it. Um, four out of five ear holes. Five out of five eye holes. Four out of five masturbating mutes. For the shape of water. Or AKA the masturbating mute. AKA the masturbating mute. Okay. Do you got anything else before we get out of here? Hold on. Nah, not that's oh. uh, not that's important. What? Oh man. Okay, here we go, guys. Well, once you have your computer up and running, we'll go over our top songs of whatever for our Spotify shit. Yep, I just need to get one more cable. Yeah. I should go after that. Okay, so let's see. We'll go out with... Okay, I'm going to do a random on my Spotify list, guys. Random pick. Boom. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Who are our friends? Oh, let's see. We got Big Papa Podcast, Growing Up Not Growing Old, Painted Black, Bold and Belligerent, Ice and the Face, The Offensive Line, uh, Everyone Over at BatSquadNetwork.com, Horrible Gamers, Horrible Gamers, Horribly uh, Awkward, horribly awkward. Geek Dig, uh, uh, Geek Naked Porch Podcast, Fearcast, Fifth Cast, Dark Angels, Pretty Freaks. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. All you, all you friends out there. No, oh, you're breaking up. All you friends out there who are listening to us, thank you, thank you, thank you. You like me. You really like me. All right. Later, guys. Later. Dangerous, I'm like a stepping razor. Don't you watch my size? I'm dangerous, dangerous. If you are a chucky, nobody chucky from me. If you are a chucky, chucky, nobody chuck from me. Yeah. I'm like a stepping razor. Don't you watch my size? I'm dangerous.